with it. Uh, okay. All right. You are what you observe. First one of 2019. All I right. Think. Uh, yeah, first one. You've yeah. been lazy. Yep. Doing other things. Yeah. Getting caught up. Back to it, though. Yeah. I'll uh, start off. Have you uh, done your exercises and foam rolling stuff? Not today. I was going to try to get it in, and I ran out of time before the podcast, but I am going to do it after. Um, Yesterday I did. I got my things, my whatever they are, smashed again. Oh, man, that is so painful. But it's working, I think. Good. Having, I'm able to sleep now much more. I had to have a pillow between my knees before uh-huh. um, the whole night and still be very uncomfortable. And now I find that it's it's rare that I have to have a pillow in there and I can sleep. So that helps. Still having trouble walking, and I'm real stiff after I sit for a long time, but that's as much my back issue as the other as well. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's all tied together anyways. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited about being able to start stretching as soon as you give me the okay. Yeah. (laughs) Some light stretching. I am not going to overdo it, and I'm not going to push it, but I'm going to do extended a lot of stretching, light stretching. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll put it so for people if they're listening so they know. Um, so we kind of – so I don't remember if we've ever really talked about you having, like, your hip issues that much on here, but, you know, you have I don't some, know. A little bit, but no. Yeah. Some, some, hip, some hip issues that we've tried quite a few different things. We've tried a bunch of different foam rolling yeah. and stretching and – exercises and nothing really ever seemed to help much no and some some actually aggravated it yeah. more yeah and uh so i finally was reading something about uh i came down to two things that it might be so i have you doing things for both of them i don't even know if i really told you what the second one was you didn't um well the first one we talked about already but that was a anterior femoral glide syndrome so <sighs> easy for you to say yeah. Well, basically, what it is is just like the. the is there a, what's the acronym for that? What is, can we uh, just call it that? Yeah. <laughs> well, figure it out because I'm never going to be able to say that. That doesn't matter. I'll just be saying, yeah, the first thing. Well, okay. it's what happens is your your femur, which is like your thigh bone, the head of the femur, uh, gets like pulled forward towards the front of your hip. That's yes. what an- anterior means. That's like front. Oh, um, the the femur gets pulled forward. Yes. Yes. Okay. So your femur, which pushes my pelvis out in the back, in the bottom, kind of. Uh, maybe that's a little bit different though. Like it's okay. That happens to you, but that's not necessarily why that happens. Okay. To you. Um, but most likely that happened. That happened to you from having weak glutes, and all of your years of triathlon and endurance training while having weak glutes. Uh, I guess that's a really common. Okay, so we're telling the whole world I got no butt. Yeah. So we all know that. Absolutely no ass. ass. Flat-ass injury. Flat-ass syndrome. Damn it. (laughs) Yeah, we can just call it that. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Uh, Okay. Yeah, so that's one thing we're trying to do is get your 
glutes activated, pull that back. Um, and then the second thing that I was just like, you know, reading about and listening to some stuff about, I think that it could also possibly be going on. I would imagine it's probably both is just like a tendonitis in your quad, like your main quad muscle, the rectus femoris. You know what? Um, something is going on with my left quad on the, on the far left. I cannot use it without pain. What do you mean? If I walk upstairs, if I walk up a ladder, if I take a step up and use that left leg, there's pain on the outer left side of my quad. And it's been there for oh, yeah, you a couple months. A bit. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was going away, but it's, it's still there. Every time I use it, it's... It uh, it wants to almost like give out because of the pain, you know, when I use it. And I'm much weaker in this leg, and I don't know it's, whether it's just mentally because of the pain or what. So I don't know if that's something you're talking about at all, but that is a definite uh, issue. It would be different. It would be unrelated to the things that I'm talking about. Well, great. Indirectly, you know, it could be. It's all everything's related. You know, everything messes up, and then another thing messes up, but. Yeah. Chain uh, reaction. It's a different, thing. you know, your quad has four muscles. That's why it's the quad muscle. Sure. Um, the one I was talking about before is not on the outside. It wouldn't really be the one that's acting up from that. But, well, and I, I just discovered something a few days ago. When that muscle, or whatever that is in there, was extremely tight. I don't know whether it's a muscle or if it's a tendon or what, but it runs from like uh, my groin on a diagonal um, to the outer part of my hip, like the front. Like that. Yes. It's not as tight now, so I don't feel it because it got mashed yesterday really good, but. It comes out of my groin. Um, right, for lack of a better word, right next to my my sexual organs. And it comes out like that on sounds, an angle up towards my hip. so much worse than just like saying your balls or something. <laughs> sexual organs. Well, it's not down that low. It's not down that <laughs> um, so it comes out on an angle like that, and that is what I feel is creating 90% of the pain when I walk and try to stand up. It's where, just so tight. Where does it go to on the outside, did you say? Uh, it, it runs – I can only feel it. Um, I'm going to say about – I can feel about three inches of it. Do you have room to stand um, up and point to it for me? Yeah, I have to turn. I have to spin the computer around. Hang on, that's fine. Standing up and zipping everything around. Okay, can you see? Yeah. All right. So, all right. Thank God we're not televising this, but from right, right, right here. Okay. Yep. Comes up here, right here. And that's it, right there. That is. 90% of that issue. The other issue is there's a little bit 
here that runs up and down. But this one in here is the big. What does it feel like in there? Oh, just tight and just really, really tight, like steel bands. It's not as bad as it was yesterday. You got a hernia? You don't think it's a hernia. I mean, that would be an area where that would happen. Well, I don't think it's a hernia because I can stretch it out and it feels better. Yeah. Yeah, it will. Lo- it does loosen up. Hmm. It's interesting. I don't know. There's not really like a muscle that I know of that just runs right there. I don't know. I'll have to look and see. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, Angela got in there and mashed it. That whole area really good on each side. Mm-hmm. And uh, whew, super painful, but, uh, yeah, it helps. Yeah, anyways, well, one more thing to add to the list. Right, okay. And then, so that was the first thing. That was my uh, no-ass syndrome. Yep. Uh, the what's the next the, And the other thing? one was the tendonitis, like uh, rectus femoris tendonitis, which would just be, you know, tendonitis, just inflammation of the tendon that attaches your quad to your hip. That's highly probable as well. Yeah, and that's why I have you doing. That's what the lacrosse ball rolling is for. Okay, and we're all too. You just broke on that that? and the other part right there. I've been rolling that that section, Uh and the other section is right next to it. I mean, it's like you roll off that tendon and you roll right onto that other part. Okay, they're right there, so I roll them both. Yeah. Definitely be careful in there, too, because there's some, like, nerves in there you don't really want to roll on. Like, if you get any shooting pains like that, like a nerve pain, you shouldn't hit that. Well, when I do, sometimes when I roll in there, I get it down in my toes. Try to back off or, like, just adjust it slightly and see if that helps. Like, adjust the ball a little bit. I can do that. So yeah, so that's what we're, and part of that, um, part of the anterior femoral glide syndrome, from what I've read, you shouldn't stretch, because that just makes the it'll just like it kind of offsets what we're trying to do. It'll make your, it'll pull everything forward again. Just for this is time it, being, it, it's kind of a short. Wouldn't there term. be an opposite? Wouldn't there be an opposite stretch you could do or something like one stretch one muscle but not the it's. Uh... Uh, it's opposite. Yeah, whatever the antagonist. Antagonist, yeah. But it's, I think the problem is, is because it's still, it's not pulled back yet. You know, that femur isn't, it's still forward. So you're just pushing it out against your, like your hip flexors basically, and just rubbing it. Well. Until, so until it gets pulled back, then okay. that's when you stretch and loosen it up. So then I can do some stretching. I just can't do any stretching that has to do with that. The hip flexors, yeah. So I can do hamstrings. Uh, You you have to be be careful with the hamstrings too. That's why I've just said like that's why I've just said don't. But upper body stretching, no problem. Oh yeah, shoulder stretch. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, of course, that's fine. Okay, well then I'll roll into that stuff, and uh, I don't know because. If I stretch, if I do low back stretches, 
Mm -hmm. Hamstring stretches, quad stretches. My mobility comes to me. I have it. Boom. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Then it goes away. You yeah. Know, but. That's why we want it to just not go away. Right. How much longer before I can stretch? You just you got to do it for like a week straight. Okay. Everything that I gave you. All right. And then we'll add in legs too. Now the majority of the things that you're giving me that are aimed at the injury are the supersets at the end of the workouts, correct? Yeah. Kind of, uh, okay. Some of it, yeah. Even so I added a little a couple of different things that I just figured would be good and I don't think it's going to affect the okay, injury at all. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, I'm I'm keeping up with it, so good. Best I can. Yeah, and if we'll anyone see. if anyone cares, we're we changed your workout programs to a a five by five, which I love. Yeah, because <laughs> there's plenty of rest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I lost you. Are you there? Yeah. Okay, you froze for a second. Oh, okay. Yeah, I love the five by five. Just I don't know. I don't know how much muscle development goes on with that, but I, I get stronger quick. And well, yeah. I get lots I mean, of rest. You, you have to be able to lift heavy weight to, you know, get results even from a hypertrophy program. So sure. Kind of all goes right. hand in hand. And... Yeah. And it's been a while since I've seen any strength gains. So it's really, yeah. Um, it's nice to be able to go in there and see the strength gains come back again, uh, lifting heavy. It's fun. Oh, yeah, and we never, uh, when you were here, you set your PR on bench press, which was cool. Yay! Awesome. Yep, yep. How old are you, 53? 53, yeah. So 53, the most you've ever benched. That's cool. Yep, and I'm going to go up from there. Yep, definitely with after this you will, for sure. Yeah. Well, I hope to. I mean, my it, it wasn't much, I mean, but for me it was a lot. It was 270. Oh, yeah. So 270-pound bench press, but I would like to do 300 by the end of the year. Yeah, which is definitely doable. Yeah. And you Never... you, you passed me, my PR, for that. Yeah. I think mine was like 265. I haven't Ooh, done that in a while. That's pretty good for your size. Are you drinking coffee this late in the day? It's 430. <laughs> yeah, sure. 7.30 here just throws throws me off. Yeah. I'm drinking beer and you've got a coffee. <laughs> yeah. So, no, and I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked with my strength in my, uh, my rowing as well. Yeah, good. I mean, I've, I don't know, I meant to talk to you too. I need to, you to change my uh, back program because... I can't get strong enough. I can't get heavy enough dumbbells. None of the gyms have heavy enough dumbbells for me. Okay. For so, a dumbbell row? Right. So I need something else there. I love dumbbell rows. I love them, but it's not hard enough. Yeah. So like I did, I think the other day, the gym I was at had the heaviest it was, was 85 pounds. So I ended up doing sets, five sets of 10 instead of five sets of five. Yeah. Um, 
Do you Which have is kind of not what we were trying to accomplish? Yeah. Do you have a um, like an ISO row, like one that like you know, I, when you were here we did it at my gym where our chest was up against the seat, but you could move your arms individually. No. No, none of those either. No. I'll come up with something. Okay. And I like the regular row, but it is. I mean, when you start getting up in the weight, it it. Uh, you gotta be real careful with your back. I know one little oh, yeah. movement and whew. yeah. I mean, I did really well. I've been going up slowly and making sure I can handle the weight, and I'm making sure I can get my shoulders back and squeeze, keeping the best posture I I think yeah. I can. But uh, and bringing it up where I'm supposed to. Have you been trying the wide pull-ups? Yeah. They're you had me fine. do them. Yeah, you had me do them wide with a one-second rest. Yeah. Yeah. They're fine. I don't feel as strong as I did, but I, I gained, geez, like 15 pounds over the holidays, so yeah, ridiculous. I've dropped five of that so far, so I'm back. You're back doing your one-second pause at the bottom, right? Correct. Yeah. I just yeah. put that in there because you were cheating when you were here, so what, make what, sure what, you... what was I doing? Bouncing? Yeah. You weren't Well, you weren't fully extending, so you never got the full. Oh, enough. okay. Okay. So I just want to make sure you go from a dead. Yeah. Yeah, there's no problem. There's only five. So, yeah. Um, let's see, what else was there? Yeah, it depends on which gym I go to, whether I can do all of the exercises. Yeah. Like the seated uh, row machine, the pulley, wide grip row on the machine. I can do it about half the gyms I go to. The other half, they don't have enough weight. Like, it's set up weird where it's really light. Oh, really? Because they don't have a specific row machine. It's multi-use. Yeah. What's the weight go up to? I don't know, but it's way too easy. Really? I I could probably do 30 reps. You can do one arm at those ones. Just put a handle on it. Just a single arm handle. Okay. Just still try to treat it as like a wide row where your arm comes up. Okay. Does it matter? Um, because on the one they have the one gym has a wide row, but the grips are like this. Yeah. It's not as, a super as big deal. Yeah. It's it's okay. okay if it's all you I, have. I mean. Okay. I didn't think it would be, but I wanted to ask you. I didn't know how much of a difference that would make. Yeah. You're still going for that squeeze with the shoulders back and everything, so. Yeah, yeah. It probably just will probably let you use a little more biceps on one or the other. That's okay though. That's good. Okay, and let's see. I think that's about it. Everything else going pretty good. Starting to hit PRs again because I went probably month and a half, almost two months without setting any like new workout PRs, you know, yeah. the, the program that you have me on, uh, will recognize when you've done the most weight or the most volume, uh, for that exercise. And it'll give you a little high five, you know, at the end of your workouts. And that is stupid, but it's, yeah, it's you know, cool. You look like forward that. to it like, okay, I got another one. Boom. Yeah. When you don't get them, you're like, okay, I got the workout done, but I didn't get a PR. Dang it. Yeah. Just so people know, too, that doesn't mean a one-rep max PR every time. 
Right. I just want to make sure people know that we don't always go for that. <laughs> no, you don't never do, do that. Yeah, we never do. No, so that's no, good that, though. I like that. Yeah, I like it. It's very encouraging. Gives you something to, to push for. Um, what about you? What are you doing? Are you still working? Are you back working for the um, Olympic lifts? Yeah, I started throwing them back in again. Just my, the biggest, I mean, my mobility is getting a lot better, which is good. That helps me a lot. So I haven't really been going heavy or anything, just drilling technique and trying to get that better. But it's getting, it's getting good. I kind of took a little break for a little while, but back at it now. I was, yeah. I've been, I, I was going to do the, the same work, like, program I gave you, I was basically going to do the same thing for myself, too, besides adding my my Olympic lifting. Uh-huh. So I just wanted to do the 5x5, five five, but I had to change it a little bit because I couldn't do, like, a... My shoulder was acting up, so I couldn't do, like, bench press oh. or anything, so... But I'm, I'm going to try to do, like, some 5x5 five five stuff just because it reminded me of it, and I was like, oh, I want to do that. Yeah. Sounds fun. It's, I like 5x5. Five five. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. And uh, so, when will we be able to put leg legs in? Another week? Yeah, once you get, do all the mobility stuff for a week straight. Okay. Yep. But it's going to be a lot more strict. Oh, the leg program. Good, because I, I yeah, good. Like quarter squats? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Just slowly working on your mobility and yeah. Well, you know what? When I do do squats like that, yeah, at, at, you get the warmer you get, the deeper you can get into oh, the yeah. squats. So, can I do that? Like where it starts at maybe a quarter, and and by the fifth set, it's you know yeah. maybe half squat or something. Yeah, yeah, that's what it'll be. I mean, yeah. uh, I won't actually like put in quarter squats on there. I won't write that, but. But yeah, that's what it'll be. Just mo- to your mobility. I'm gonna have to go to the gym when nobody's there and do quarter squats. Otherwise, people are gonna be like, "Oh, look at this <laughs> pussy over here. You gotta squat down all the way, boy." <laughs> yeah, but then a year from now, you'll be crippled. Going no, going all the way down and. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, mean, I hope so. If you're doing it this way, I mean, not, yeah, not. I hope. I hope so. Trying to avoid you being more crippled. Yeah. Because <laughs> I love I love back squatting. I love it. I like it better than uh, deadlifts. I don't yeah. Yeah. Better than the trap bar deadlifts? Well, I like doing the trap bar deadlifts because you know, I can put so much weight on there. Yeah. You know, it's just cool lifting a lot of weight for me. But I, I feel like I get, I do more work with squats. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. I don't know. I was, uh, listening to a podcast with it was a Tim Ferriss podcast and he had I've been meaning to listen to this one for a long time I just kept forgetting he had this old guy he's like an old Olympic weightlifter like actually competed he was like a I don't know he was for another country you know like Poland or something like that and uh, he has his own program you know he has his own like coaching thing and he's like in his I think they said he's in his 60s now and he's like nine percent body fat or something and he still does olympic weightlifting like snatching and 
clean and jerks. And uh, so he's as, he, he's from Poland. And something like that. Old, yeah. He's probably still on the same Mexican supplements that he was on back in the Olympic days when they couldn't. Oh, he, <laughs> yeah, he probably had some TRT or something. I'm sure. <laughs> At least. <laughs> yeah. But um. But he like you know the people that he gets like his clients that he gets, and he will all of them like no matter what age they are or what injuries they are they they do olympic weightlifting he has like an 85 year old client that does snatches and 85 year old wow and it's funny because my uh, my program director in grad school always said that he was like he's like even if i have a an 80 you know 80 year old woman i'll still have her do a weight olympic weightlifting because they think so highly of it well what's the but because it encompasses so much uh, multiple muscle. Yeah, it's I mean it's full body strength and the mobility portion of it too. I think is a big part because it's not like you know that guy was talking about. He doesn't have if he had an 85 year old come in his first day is not like throwing up a bar over his head. You know. Okay. He's right. talked about like that specific guy. He said he's been working with him for about 10 years now. Oh. And it's you know it was a slow progression into it after a few years, but <clears throat> see stuff like that I wouldn't even want to attempt it without a personal trainer who was there. With oh yeah, me. yeah I would. That's why I never give it yeah. to you or anything or anybody yeah. really. Because I've done it with light weights and I'm going oh this is not right at all because yeah. I can feel it's all herky jerky and my I have zero mobility because I remember trying it as a kid when I had mobility, mm-hmm. you know. And then I try it, and I'm like, oh, heck, no, I'm going to hurt myself for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they're hard. Technical. I had one of my clients right now, uh, like a few weeks, maybe a month ago, he had asked me about learning some how to do clean, like clean and jerks. And, you know, this, at least this particular client, I only have 30 minutes with him once a week. Uh So I told him, I was like, we can work on him, but that's all we're going to work on for that 30 minutes. So if you're okay with that, then I will do it, you know, if that's what you want. I was like, and it's going to take a while, like quite, like a long time to get these down. He's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Let's do it. <laughs> so we do it two weeks in a row, and it was, you know, 30 minutes of just look, working, working on, on really technique. Yeah, little techniques, you know, with just the bar. And, and you explain uh, to him you've got to do this so you don't get injured type thing. Oh, yeah. He understood. And, I mean, it was still a good workout for him. He's still yeah. dead at the end, you know, pretty much because it was hard. Oh, yeah. But but uh, after, like, two weeks, he's like, yeah, let's just uh, go back to the <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. I'll keep practicing them. But, yeah. It's like <laughs> Right. It takes so much work. I put in so many hours when I was in. We'd spend in grad school, like, just in our class that we worked on that, we would be, you know, two hours of just doing, like, basically, like, you know, not even doing a full clean. Like, it's just, like, from a hanging position, yeah. so the bar's, like, at your knees, then you just jump and shrug with it. Yeah. Or something, or pull it up to your chin. <laughs> that would be, like, two hours of that. Yeah, oh, yeah. When I was a junior in high school, I had been diving for a couple of years already, and I was pretty good uh, by then. I was at a high level <clears throat> and uh, we had a new coach come in or they had a, we had a summer clinic clinic. That's what it was. 
we had a summer clinic and uh, an old a guy who used to dive at our school went on to dive in college came back and ran the clinic and I, it was for the whole summer and so we'd go I think it was twice a week for the summer and the only thing we worked on was our approach or the walk and the bounce on the diving board. <laughs> that was it. The best we could do is jump feet first in. Wouldn't let us dive. Wouldn't let us try any special dives. It was just that approach, and that was it. I mean, we worked on it meticulously, but and we hated it. It was so freaking boring. You just wanted to dive. You know, you wanted to do flips and twists and all that stuff. And uh, But by the end... I could really, I mean, it made a huge difference. It made a huge difference in my diving because it just, it escalated from there just phenomenally because I didn't have that basic fundamental yeah. down as good as I should have, you know, because everything starts with the basics. And he kept, he kept drilling it and drilling it and drilling it. Like, starting to hate it. I was getting pissed off a little bit, you know. Yeah, but you know, it, it ended up eventually. I seen that how much it did help, so I was very thankful that I actually did all that crappy work. Yep, that happens so much in a lot of things. Yeah, I see that all the time too with you know being a trainer, because I know you know I need to make clients do certain things, and it's best if I can just have them practice something over and over and over. Oh yeah, and in the long run, it would be worth it, but. I have to balance, you know, what they need and want. Right. Because they're, they are paying they're looking me. at, yeah, they're paying <laughs> you and they're looking at the other trainer over there and seeing what those people are getting to do. And they're like, yeah. hey, well, why does he get to do that? You know? Yeah. Or you know, see videos or stuff like that. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. People watch The Biggest Loser or something and they see like oh, a 30 yeah. second clip of their whole week and they're doing yeah. like, you know, some high intensity thing, but the rest of the week they're just like walking. Right. I did hear that. I heard that's and normal. Eating. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're not working for, you can't work out 10 hours a day of high intensity stuff or no. even an hour straight of high intensity stuff, which some people think that that's what they need or want. But... An hour of high intensity? Jesus. Whew. That killed me. People... Yeah, well, that's because and people don't realize what high intensity could mean. I mean, the workouts you do, you know, sometimes, you know, you're dead by the end, you know. Oh yeah. But it doesn't mean you're going. You still have rest in there and. Yeah. All that stuff people don't realize, because some people are so weak they can't even really like. It's hard to get out of breath doing like ten reps if you're super weak and you can only lift five pounds over your head. Oh, right. It's not relative right. like that, you know. It's like, okay, I was going to say, I thought you were going to say like, something about me. I'm like, wait a minute, I do 10 reps, I'm exhausted. No, yeah, but yeah, so am I. If You know, and if I'm squatting and I have 300 pounds on, yeah. I'm going to throw up after 10 reps. <laughs> right. But I could have someone, you know, that's not quite, like their nervous system isn't strong enough, so they only can do like 95 pounds. Uh, you know, they're like, oh, I could do more than this. You know, I want to do 20 reps, but it's like, just give it time and then... A few months, right? It's going to be a lot different. Yeah. But people, it's hard to look forward. It's hard to see the. Well, because I mean, and and I never even knew that. And I I considered myself 
fairly knowledgeable, you know, probably more yeah. knowledgeable about athletics and training than the average person. And I didn't realize any of that. I mean, it took you to, I've trusted the whole time, even though I may not have seen it or understood it. Like, okay, I'm going to trust you. Yeah. And, and <laughs> it's been fantastic. So, I mean, I, I get it. But most people are just ugh, not seeing enough results. I got to, I got to move on. I got to do something else. Yeah. Yep. Well, Something's you're broke up pretty bad. Can you hear me now? All right, we're back. Someday we're difficulties. We're still having technical difficulties. Some man, but someday we're gonna get it where we don't have any technical difficulties. I don't know how, but I think the only way is when we're together. Right. And then we even then even (laughs) then the last one we did was didn't sound good for the first five minutes or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah, if anyone listened to the last one and turned it off before like the five or ten minute mark, it gets a lot better. The sound yeah. does. Yeah, it was, and it was a good podcast. I felt. I mean, if you're you're into any type of meditation and uh, self improvement, you know, it was mostly about our experiences with the sensory deprivation tank. Um, so we'll go back to. I think that was episode ten, wasn't it? Yeah, it's the one yeah. before this. Good one to listen to. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, I finished that book, that David Goggins book. Interesting, isn't it? Did you get the yeah. Did you get the uh, audio book where he tells the narrative in between chapters? No, I just read oh. it. Oh, you got to get the other one too. I just can't. I can't do audio books. Oh, it's I so good. I just don't though. pay attention. I don't pay like I. I'll, all of a sudden, I'll realize I'm like, oh, I just zoned out. What did I miss? Yeah. And then, you know, two, even if it's just a minute has gone by, then I'm like, oh, crap, I don't know what just happened for the last page or two. Well, equivalent. I'll tell you, if you really like the book, then it's worth it to you to get the audio book and just go back and only listen to the narratives between each at the end of each chapter. Yeah. He goes into more depth, and it's actually David talking himself, not the, yeah. not the reader. What is it? Like, what is he... He's in the book, in the physical book, like they have the chapter, and then at the end of the chapter, he adds in like a challenge. No, this is it's different. Yeah, he has the challenge. He talks about the challenge as well, but this is he'll go into man ten fifteen minutes of narrative about what was going on. He gets even more in depth with his own. Oh, okay. That he tells about it. Yeah, I probably like that then. Yeah. Um. Or next time when you come out for Super Bowl, we'll. I'll, I'll just play that for you and let you listen to that or something. Yeah. I think there's a way that you can, like, uh, loan books on audio or on Audible, too. So maybe we can figure that out and you can. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. Oh, or maybe it's just for Kindle. One of the two does that. It could be. I don't know if I have it on uh, my iBooks or if I have it on. It was Audible because I got it for you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. We'll figure it out later. Um, yeah. But I thought it was really good. I liked it a lot. It was. I mean, he's he's a freaking beast. Oh yeah. He's he's. But you know what I? You know what came out? I got out of it though. 
yes, he did accomplish some amazing things and is still accomplishing amazing things. But I feel that he didn't go into in depth into this, but it's, he had like three marriages. Yeah. So I think he did sacrifice part of his life, yeah, you know, some aspect of his life, in order to achieve a lot of those goals. So yeah. it still comes down to that balance. What do you want in your life? Do you want to balance or do you want to really be a super achiever in some area? Because I don't, I think you can do really well, but to be super achiever like him. Oh, yeah. You know, you've got to sacrifice other parts of your life. And it's, I wonder if it's just, especially with him being in the military, you know, a lot of those guys get married quick and it's kind of like a forced thing. So I wonder if that had something to do with it, too. What? Wasn't he married before he went into the, the military, though? I don't remember if he was married or, or no, didn't, no, I think he had a kid or something. That's why they, they were, no, th- that's what it was. He was going to, he, he had broken up or they broke up him and his, whatever it was, his girlfriend at the time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then they hooked up and he, she got pregnant. So. Yeah. So he married her. Yeah. Yeah. So but that's that was, kinda... wasn't that wife number two, I thought. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. It was a mess. I remember that though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he also never talked about his kids in the book either, or kid, or whatever is going on. Yeah, no, and he doesn't talk about his brother all the way until the end of the book. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, I mean, he said it, they had a bad relationship. Yeah. So that's probably why he didn't talk about it until the end. And it was cool though. At the end, it does it shows you know talks about his brother and you know for a long time his brother was kind of like still with his dad. Yeah. And so that's why he didn't, His, you know, David Goggins didn't want to talk to his brother because he didn't, you know, he hated his dad, so he didn't want to talk to him. But it talked about at the end how his brother kind of came around and realized, you know, the stuff that their dad was doing. Right. And he kind of, he moved on and he ended up getting his PhD, it said. Yeah. That's crazy. Which is huh? pretty cool. Yeah. Because that's crazy. I mean, some of those stories, like when they were kids. Oh, yeah. It's just insane it's just so sad to hear that you know i've known I've known people who live lives that way too you know i mean I'm, yeah they were close to me i mean i've seen these things yeah you know maybe not as crazy as he was but pretty pretty out there yeah yeah so it, to me it wasn't that i mean it was bad but i'm like yeah okay yep i've heard of those those kind of stories before but and I'm thinking to myself, well, at least he was rich when he was there. Yeah. They had, money, had all kinds of money, you know, yeah. wealthy as hell. At least he wasn't poor living through the same damn thing. Yeah, that's true. Like you said, he met Michael Jordan, met a bunch of famous people, you know. So that had to help him later in life, you know, just from his perspective of famous and powerful people. You know, he felt he could be part of that circle because he you know actually knew them and met them so yeah maybe i think because a lot of people a lot of people think um those things are out of reach and they're just for you know the imaginary people that are out there you know the great sports stars that that, that's not something you can be you know it's not something you could be a part of or interact with because they're they're different people than you 
But when you grow up and you see and you're around those people, that's going to affect you differently. And you'll, you can feel like, well, I can be a part of that. That, yeah, I, I met this guy. He's a person. He's not, he's not a fairy tale. You know, it's, it's yeah. real. Because <clears throat> we didn't know any, I didn't know anybody. Like, no, there's no one famous when I grew up. I mean, you looked at that, they're not even from the same planet as I am. They're aliens or something. You know? Yeah. It's not until you get much, much older that you start to realize, well, you probably could. And then, and then you're like on the cusp of being too old to make any accomplishments of that, of that grand scale. It's weird. We put people on such high pedestals. and Oh, yeah, definitely. It's like when I watch, I turn on TV and these award shows for Hollywood come on and I just want to puke. Because they make this giant, extravagant spectacle, and people worship these people like they're gods. Oh yeah, they're just actresses and actors. Yeah, <laughs> and most of them got so many flaws you wouldn't you they wouldn't be your friend in real life. You'd be calling them an asshole or a piece of oh, crap or whatever. Probably. But because they're on the big screen and they're they're famous and they're beautiful, you know, they're just oh, I got enamored with them. It's crazy. I look yeah. at that and go, oh, I just want to choke. I can't stand. It. I got to turn it. I can't watch it. It's <laughs> boring. I don't care about it. Oh, I know. Well, because you 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 live life. You're not. You're not one of these hermits that live in front of the television and idolize the these type of people who have really a lot of them haven't even accomplished shit. They just happen to be good looking. You know, maybe they're not even that great of an actor or actress, you know. Yeah. They just have big draws, you know, big numbers. It's funny. Whatever. Sound jealous. I I get I get angry. I don't know. I think I am jealous of people who can <laughs> those those pinnacles without any real skill. Yeah. Because I know how how hard a lot of people work, you know, and, and try to obtain things and, and can't. But yeah, it, I'm sure it is jealousy. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Well, what else we got going? You're coming in for Super Bowl. I'm getting yep. the party plans going. We got the invites out to a lot. Um, so that's happening. Let me your, your itinerary. I'm really excited about that. I can't wait. February 3rd, correct? That's the Super Bowl, yeah. Yes, okay. All right, so that's going to be fun. Um... What else we got going on? What, what's new with you? Anything? No. Just same old, same old. Same thing. I'm going to start studying for a new certification. Yeah? I think I told you about it before, but I don't know if you remember. It's a medical exercise specialist. Oh, I don't remember you telling me that. It's through that same organization that I... That is super secret that you can't talk about? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if I want to keep on doing it, 
right, follow, right. Follow, right. follow their rules. It's like you're, uh, like you're a CIA agent or something. You can't talk. No, can't talk. Can't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's another thing I'm working on. Oh, good. How long is that going to take you? Just depends on how committed I am to it. I have to take the test by June, so. Oh, okay. So a few months, five months. Do you feel like you're you're pretty prepared, or is it going to take a lot of studying? No, it'll take some studying for sure. It's a little different. Okay. What are your opportunities after that? Once you have that certification, it's just it's more just like continuing education. It's not necessarily like more avenues are opened up. It's not going to like get me a job or something. Oh, okay. I I mean, for one, it was free, so. Oh. I'm doing it, but I also want to learn some of this stuff, you know. Is it free because of what you've been doing with that group? Or is it Yeah, free, I guess I guess so. I don't know everybody. for sure. No, it's not free for everybody, no. Okay. That's what I no. was getting at. Well good. Yeah, but it's Yeah, free. are you required to keep any continuing education? Yeah, for certifications like they you have to get your continuing education stuff. For any all of my certs, they all require a certain amount of continuing education, like credits for the period. You know, it's a basically two year period. You have to you have to get it all in. Did you get any um, hits on your your website or blog or Facebook or anything about anybody asking about information about training? Because I was trying to put your uh, information through that somebody had. Posted on one of my fitness pages on Facebook, and I popped yours up. A couple of people liked it, so I didn't know if somebody may have gone and checked it out or. Uh, maybe people looked at it or something, but I didn't get like an email or anything like that. Okay. From anyone. All right. I, it, it's quite challenging. It's got to be really quite challenging for you to um, to uh, what's the word? I don't know. Kind of discern yourself from other trainers by, by your um, certifications because the the layperson doesn't understand the differences between cert, the certifications because it's yeah, a, it I matter. could go on in line and get certified as a trainer I'm sure They're, I see yeah. them all the time They're pay your 50 bucks 100 bucks whatever and you get yeah. to take a stupid test and you're a trainer ta-da yeah because I go to some of these gyms and the people who are trainers and working there I'm like You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> there is no way you are capable of being, you know, uh, a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, help me here. I don't know. Well, a trainer who can be relied on. That's kind of what I'm getting to, you know, who knows yeah. his thing, who knows his craft, knows what he's supposed to be doing. Well, that's part of, there's no, like, it's not illegal to train somebody without a certification. You know, why no is that? hire you, though. You have to have a license to cut people's hair. That's, well, that's, that is something that, uh, there are people, like, working on that. They're trying to come up with, like, a licensure for it. Like, my program director at Miami was one of the people that is working on it. I think that'd be great. It's so, like, Political. it's been it's been this way for so long, 
and some and these certifying bodies, you know, if the way that they want it to be is you need a degree to be a trainer. Okay. So, but so these certifying bodies, you know, that's going to lose them a lot of money for people that pay for their certs that don't have a degree. Right. So they're lobbying against it. Okay. So it's it's going to take a long time if that will happen. And I mean, I know. I've talked about this before with other trainers that you know they don't have a degree in the relate in the field. They, they're still good trainers, like you know, um, and because they, they but they've took they've taken some you know due diligence on their own to learn about it. Sure. The problem is most. I don't know if I shouldn't say most maybe, but probably most haven't or they don't. Right. Take the they time. They just they just get the certification and then that's it. They just have worked out, so they're like, oh cool, I can train people now. And. In my opinion, I don't think you should need the degree. I think it yeah. should help, or they could have levels of licensing. Yeah. The level one is, okay, you've had six months of education in this field, and you've passed this test, so you're now your level one licensure, and then maybe move up with to the point where you have you, the master's degree, and you know you're the, maybe you're the top top of the licensing level. I could see something like that. That would make sense. And then all these other licensing bodies uh, wouldn't be missing out. You know, they'd still be able to make their money off of their their processes, yeah. their certifications. I think that'd be great. Simple. Easy solution. Send yeah, your it's... send your old professor, tell him I told you get less licensing levels, and there you go. Yeah, I don't think it'll be that easy, though. <laughs> Because then there's still like, you know, big corporation gyms like, like LA Fitness, 24 Hour Fitness and stuff. They're gonna have to pay their trainers more because now they're more qualified. Which means they have to, you know, they have to increase the price. So they're they're all about volume, you know. Those big gyms are all about volume. They don't care. Yeah, but they're not gonna hire the level three. Sure. But even even if it's a level a licensure is gonna automatically drive up the cost a little bit. Not if everyone has to be licensed, because then it's all going to be the same. Nothing's going to change. If 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 oh everybody... no, because they're going to lose some trainers. That's what I'm saying too. They're going to lose trainers. Most gyms... well, in the beginning there would be a shortage of trainers. Yes, yes. but it would a... it would level out probably after a few years. And a lot of gyms, once you once they see that you've been certified. You don't have to get your continuing education. The gym won't really care anymore. You can just let your certified lapse. Really? So, oh, and I've, that happens a lot. Well, yeah. that should definitely be something that that is included in the legislation too, if, with the licensure, because you yeah. shouldn't be able to get rid of. And I'm shocked that those companies, insurance companies, will allow that. I don't know how they. Because yeah, there's got to be liability involved, and insurance companies don't want any more liability. Yeah, I don't know how that's. I mean, it's because it's not. It's not a requirement. You don't have to have a certification to train somebody. I'm surprised that that the uh, the certifications aren't more dictated by insurance companies because of the liability there. I would think they would be the leaders in in getting the license through and some qualification standards that you know. Because usually insurance companies will get that stuff. They are the leaders in that because they want to, you know, lessen their liability. 
so they want to have everybody make sure everybody's on board, got their license, they've got their um, correct qualifications. Because yeah, first thing they're going to do, oh, this person wasn't qualified. Oh, well, we're going to sue you. But that's that's what happens too. That's there's exactly. a lot. Of, there's a lot of lawsuits against personal trainers. Yeah. So why isn't the insurance company? Why aren't the insurance companies leading the charge on this? That would make sense. A lot of I'm a, I'm sure a lot of the trainers that get sued too, they aren't covered. You don't like you know my gym doesn't require me to have my own insurance. No, but the gym has insurance. What I'm saying, that but, gym yeah, has an I, insurance company that has to cover them in case of those lawsuits. Yeah, but what I think probably happens is the gym is covered by insurance, and so they're like, once if if some sort of a lawsuit comes up, they probably throw the trainer under the bus. And are yeah, like, they would, but the but the gym still has. It still has a liability. But they'll they, have their insurance to cover that. If, the trainer won't have they'll be like, Oh, you're not covered under this insurance. You gotta yeah, but take the, care of yourself. Anyone with making a lawsuit isn't gonna want the trainer because they know the trainer doesn't have any money. They're gonna go after the company because the company has the money. That's where they're gonna go to the lawsuit with. Maybe yeah, absolutely. Why do you think when there's but a, I know trainers get sued. That's the thing. So I don't. Well, yeah, they're named in the lawsuit, but the lawsuit isn't going after the trainer. They're going after where the money is. For sure. If if there's an accidental death uh, with a gun, the lawsuits automatically go to everybody. Everybody gets sued. Everybody gets named in the lawsuit. But they're really going after the gun manufacturers. That's where they want to hit. They want to get the gun manufacturer or some other business that has the money that they can attack and get attached to and get a judgment on. They're not going to get crap from a, from a trainer, so they don't really care. They'll name them in the lawsuit just because Yeah, I understand that, but I'm saying if they – when it comes down to it, let's say in the case, the gym is not going – if the gym can get out of it by blaming the trainer, I think that is what probably happens. Or a countersuit or something, you know, like, or a... Right, well, that's where... Yeah, yeah, the gym's going to fight it, and then the, the people who are suing are going to say, no, you you, you should have known that this guy's certification lapsed, or you should have known that he needed this. And that's where that's where the that's why I'm saying the insurance company should be leading the charge to have this all required. Yeah. You know, because any other... Any other business you've you've got to keep up you have to keep those things up like um uh, it, i have to have a, a license to sell i have to have a salesman salesman license in the state of michigan believe it or not i have to have a license if there were a lawsuit and they were to find out i was selling without a license and something i said or sold wasn't right they're automatically going to sue my company they're going to say you you know we had this licensure. You're kept abreast of his license. You know if it fell behind, it's your fault. They're not going to come. They'll name me in the lawsuit, but they're not coming to me to get money. They're going to my. They're going to the company to get money because they know the company's got money. Mm-hmm. And and law and insurance companies will keep up on that. 
if you're out there and you they do an audit, if your insurance company does an audit on you and they see that you your licenses are expired, you're going to get fined. Your your uh, premiums are going to go up, and you, they might even drop you. And that's the same thing that they could do with the gyms. Yeah. So I don't I I I, I, I find it hard to believe that the insurance companies are trying to push that through. Oh, there must there's something behind it because there's a lot of lawsuits against trainers, but I don't really hear much about the gyms being involved. So I don't know. Well, there might be a lot of well, there might be a lot of uh, where the trainers aren't associated with the gyms; they're just using the gym themselves to train people as well. Yeah, that could be. Have you ever had a client get injured? Uh, while you're training them, um, yeah, definitely. There's been like nothing serious, yeah. But I mean, there's always injuries when you're working out and yeah, pulled muscle or overuse or something or yeah, yeah, strain. Never, I've, nobody's ever like broken a bone or something or yeah. nothing like that. Drop the, you know, three hundred pound barbell. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm amazed at the the number of guys I see. Bench pressing, large weight, with no catch, safety catches or spotters. Oh yeah, I can't believe it. I, I I'm, I, it blows my mind. I'm like, why would you do that? That's crazy. I don't know. I don't get it either. Ugh. I'll go ask someone to spot me for tiny weights if I. <laughs> Especially on bench press. I always put the, the catch on the, the safety bars or whatever on there. So I check it before I start with just the bar to make sure I know I'm going to be okay. Because I've been in that position where you can't you can't get that last rep, and then you're screwed. Yeah. I've never had it happen with heavyweight, and I couldn't imagine it happening with heavyweight. I've never had it happen without a spotter. I mean, I mean, I had it as a kid, you know, a teenager with maybe a hundred pounds. That's and that was bad enough. Yeah. <laughs> that was terrible. That hurts. I can't imagine with three hundred pounds. Oh yeah, I see people do stupid stuff all the time. <laughs> oh, I see so many people don't use the collars. Oh yeah, you know, like uh, to secure it. One time, I was I was training a client once, and he's like, "Do we really have to put these on?" And I, no, no joke. Thirty seconds later, someone in the gym was squatting, and they didn't have collars on, and it boom, flew off of them on one side, flew <laughs> off the other way because they lost their balance. I was like, "Yep, that's why we have those." Yeah. On. <laughs> There's all kinds of hilarious videos of that happening at gyms. Oh, yeah, yeah I watch them and just laugh my ass off. It's hilarious. But it's dangerous. I mean, I've seen people almost get smoked by weights and the bar flipping over and oh, like it, other people, you know, that are not the one that doing the lifting. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and not to mention you're pulling a muscle or something because it's throwing you off. Oh, yeah. You know, injuries that way. It's still stupid. Just throw it on there. I heard one time somebody say they don't use the collars. Like, it was for bench press because they're like, oh, well, if I if I get stuck... Then if I don't have the collar, I can just dump it off. Then the weights will fall. I'm like, what do you just use a spotter? What do you you shouldn't yeah, be doing anyways? Right, like, that's stupid. Right. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I'm like, 
I mean, that is true. That is true. I guess if but, you're alone in your garage. Right. But not in a commercial gym with people all around you. Where no. There's plenty of people to spot you, for one. And two, you're going to get somebody else hurt. Not even yourself, too. I agree. That's true. Um, all right, change the subject here. I've been doing some hiking lately. Did I tell uh-huh. you? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of hiking. It's my new new fun thing that Angela and I decided to start doing. Uh, she actually was really excited about it, so I'm like, okay, I'll do it. I can use the exercise. It's been fun. I love it. We've got some really good trails around here that I, I had heard of, but I never went and checked them out. Now yeah. through, through Pittsburgh, the state land uh-huh. out through there, there's miles and miles and miles of trails out there that are just for hiking. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they're wow. and they're really good. They're they're groomed. There's a, uh, it's actually part. I found out that it's part of what's called the National County Trail, and I think it runs. Man, I don't even know where it starts, but it runs like through three quarters of the northern states. Oh wow! Yeah, and uh, I mean it's not all finished and connected, but yeah. Um. Yeah, there's miles and miles of trails out there, and there's a group, like there's a Bob East chapter here in Hillsdale, and every couple months they have cleanup and, you know, maintain the trails, and they've got nice, uh, like, they've they've thrown trees over rivers and then flattened them out so you can walk across, you you can get across and continue on the trail and build steps on really steep, like, logs with, with uh, you know, piled up to give you steps up really steep hillsides and that, and uh, they've marked all the trails um, with paint on certain trees that so you can't, you know, it's really hard to get lost. You can just travel. It's it's really nice. I was really shocked at how how nice that was. It's kind of like how it was out in uh, where we were mountain biking. Yeah, in Pinckney. Yeah, it was like that, but um just for hiking and the trails were better that's cool it's very similar it's, yeah it's really cool so i've been been getting into that and we've been trying to find some different places to hike and, and go and you know it's, it's cheap doesn't cost any money you just got to have a decent pair of boots and go to it that's cool yeah that's nice and i'm, just, I'm i forget that you know when i used to run I'd always equate it. I knew in my head, okay, doesn't matter how you're doing it, a mile is a mile. Whether you're running or you're walking, the distance is the distance. And I forget I walk three miles like, oh man, I'm whooped. I forgot yeah. I forgot walking is hard, you know, you're putting in that kind of mileage. You know, it's still just the same wear and tear on your body, basically. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, so it's good exercise. I love it. I like it. So. Good. And, you know, and it's perfect for me with the hip issues I'm having. So I'm not getting the pounding, but I can get it out and get the exercise. Yeah. Good. So anybody out there hiking, that's the way to go. <laughs> I should be careful what I say, what we talked about earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I just screwed myself. I know yep. it. I know it. <laughs> it's my joke. <laughs> Oh, uh, your the screen's been frozen for a while on my end. Oh, really? 
you got this goofy half smile on your face looking at me. <laughs> I've been flipping you off for the last two minutes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what's frozen. You flipping me off. <laughs> <laughs> did you want to talk about the? Well, did you have any re- resolutions? Um, I did not make any New Year's resolutions. Me either. Um, I just have some things in mind that I want to do, like the one goal I had is I wanted to bench press 300, you know. I want to try and do the same type of goals as is just be consistent in my workouts and yeah. in my diet the best that I can, you know, all year. Um, nothing crazy, just try and be mindful and be as consistent, you know, as I feel I can without sacrificing too much. Um, what about you? You didn't have any resolutions, but any goals no. or anything? I mean, my goals are the same that we've talked about on here before. Yeah. They haven't really come up yet. You know, that timeline is still going for me, so. I do want to... I do want to bring something up, though. Um, so, let's see, how do I say this? Angela will buy into things that are maybe not very scientifically proven. Uh-huh. Okay. And try them and and really buy into it wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. As do a lot of people. As do a lot of people. You know, hey, they're fun. They're, you know, it's... I don't do that because I see all the... I, I, I kind of through a lot of the stuff. And maybe that's to my fault because maybe I would get benefit if I didn't, but yeah, it is what it is. So I'm sure a lot of the people, if anybody's listening here, have heard, if they haven't, I'll go on, the, the book called The Secret. Yeah. <laughs> and you give the laugh that I give. Okay. So The well, Secret. because I, before you finish that, uh, Ashley bought that for me last Christmas. Oh, okay. But, cause she, but she thought it was another book. So did you read it? Read. I started reading it okay. until I couldn't read it anymore. <laughs> okay. I don't, I'll say it before you. I don't know. Maybe I should let you go, but it was funny because I was reading it and I was like, okay, I get it. Like, I get what they're saying. Um, But it got to a point where it was like, it was like, uh, if you are, if you're overweight or if you're fat, just think about not being fat. And then you yeah. Fat. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> it, it was a lot about if you think about it, it will manifest itself. Yeah. And I get what they're saying by that. Yeah. But, they're, but they like go into detail saying like, you know, you don't even need a plan. You just. Poof, it's magic. It happens because if positive, you think about yeah. it. But, but every, every once in a while they put a little thread in there about, okay, well. We'll make a, a a storyboard or a what do they call it a vision board. Well, yeah. that makes sense. Sure, keep that, yeah. Yeah. keep it on your mind. You'll work toward that. But then they go back to well, you know, if you think it, it will happen. You know, like there's too much help stuff magic. in there for me. Yeah. yeah, 
it's there was too of, much health stuff for me to get past. I couldn't do it. I, I read it. <laughs> I read the whole thing, and I tried to read it with an open mind, and I read it, and after I read it, I said, okay, I don't think it'll hurt anybody unless they want to believe in magic. I think it'll hurt someone if they... That's about the health stuff. Well, yeah. You can't just that's think about saying. not having a disease, and then the disease will go away. Right. Right, and that's what I mean. If you can, if you can take away the stuff where it says you think about it and you keep it on your mind and you get a plan, okay. But the rest of it was it was too much of too much magic, too much Santa Claus for me. Yeah. You know, fantasy world, fun to think about. You know, I like when I was a kid, I used to dream I maybe I could fly if I thought about it hard enough. But you know that that shit don't work. You could buy a plane ticket. Yeah. So anyway, Angela signed up for this um, uh, seminar at a yoga studio. Now, I, I, I enjoy yoga. I use yoga. Mm-hmm. I do it. I also meditate. Um, and I think there's value in both of those things. This tied this in and the, the seminar. It wasn't a seminar. Uh, what do they call it? Not a seminar, but a... Like a workshop or something? A workshop, exactly. It was a workshop about... Uh, not, what's the other name of the secret? It's like the secret... Uh, shoot. Yeah, I have it right here. Let me look. Yeah. I think I have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's in the book. It doesn't say anything else on there. It just says the secret. Uh, or does it say it somewhere else? On there's there? some, show me the book. What's it say? Right up... It doesn't. It just has the author's name. Oh, shit. Now I can't. Now it's going to bug me. Um, like it was a subtitle you thought or something right um, maybe they don't have it on this newer edition let's see here the law of attraction oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, so that was the theme of the book. The secret is the law of attraction. So this was a workshop which stated it was a workshop about the law of attraction. Wait, let me – I have one more story about this book this point <laughs> okay. before you do it. Okay. One of um, – someone I used to work with, he's very like – he's a super nice guy, but he's very into like this stuff, you know, which I am too. I like self-help stuff and all that. Sure. It's cool, but – He's also into like horoscopes and all that and like really believes in it. <laughs> yeah. But he was like I was telling him I was reading this book or something and he's like he got like really serious, like, that's how I live my life. It's like the law of attraction. He's just super oh, really man. serious about it. It was yeah. really funny. But <laughs> I just and you like, know, I was like, Oh, okay. And if you <laughs> can get positive things out of that in your life, great. That's fantastic. Oh but, yeah. But I hate seeing people think they're gonna improve their lives. And not have to actually do the work to do something. Yeah. 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 That's my issue with it. But and I shouldn't let it bother me, but I do. Anyways, yeah. Anyway, so she joins up for this workshop, Law of Attraction, you know, and I have a giant eye roll. 
Like, okay, whatever, go do it. And the whole time I'm like, oh my god, now I'm gonna. Is it supposed to be about this book? Because I mean, I know like there's other like law well, attraction stuff. You're gonna get into. I that. assumed. Okay. I assumed it was about the secret, the book, the secret. Law of Attraction, yeah. think about it, it will manifest itself. That's what I'm thinking in my head. So she comes out, she's super excited, got this book, wants to tell me about it, and I just poo-pooed it like I was a dick. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to hear about this freaking magic, you know, wizard, whatever shit. <laughs> She and, wanted to tell you about the workshop or the book? Yeah. the Well, she brought a book. She got a book from the workshop. Oh, brought a book. Okay. And I was, was – and I just – Was it this book? I didn't listen to what book? she said. I had already made up my mind. You know, I knew this was bullshit. Oh, God. Now I got to hear more of this. Next it will be contra or chemtrails or something. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, I just want to die. Was it this book, The Secret, or a different book? It was, I'm getting there. Okay, sorry. So, it says the law of attraction. But this book has absolutely nothing to do with that. They, and here's the problem that I have with it. They marketed it as that. But what it is, is the best damn goal-making plan I've ever seen in my life. It's amazing, because man, I, oh, I, I had to eat a bunch of shit for that one, because she just ripped me a new one, and I deserved it. And then I look through it, and we start going through it. And I'm like, wow, this is really good. Yeah, but so it's like the workbook for the secret or something. No, it's just a workbook for goals. It has nothing to oh. do with the secret at all. Oh, it's not that book. Oh, okay. No. It has nothing to do with it. The only thing they used it for marketing. Because it says, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Well, the law of attraction is not just this book, right? Isn't it? I've heard it before in other. Eh, yeah, kind of. It still surrounds itself with that, but this is it has nothing to do with law of attraction. It's an amazing goal setting book. I mean, amazing. It breaks it down to the smallest little little bites, and then all the way up to the big the big goal pictures. And the way it's laid out is fantastic. So, anybody who's interested in goal setting. I would highly recommend this book. Just just be careful you get the right one. You know, it's it's the law what of is it, it? it it's called the law of attraction, but it's goal setting. I don't think it's here. I think Angela took it back with her. Um but it is called the law of attraction workbook or something like that. Um yeah. there's so many law of attraction books. I started looking it up online. Yeah, that's why I was um but it's really good. Well, that's cool. Um, yeah, I started doing a little bit of it with her, and I thought, man, this is this is really good. Let me see if I can bring it up, at least show it to you. Anyone listening won't be able to see it, but um, yeah, it must be my internet that's not working good because this is so slow. This is it. Law of Attraction Planner. Um, it's $20.50 on eBay. And let's see if a picture will come up here. Uh, 
yeah, my, my phone signal looks good, but it's really slow. I think I got that on. I mean, no one's going to be able to see this anyway. So it's right, but I just want you to see it. Can you see? You're, you're not even holding it up to the camera. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's holding it up to the picture. Fucking asshole. <laughs> God. Moron. All right. Okay, I got it. You see it? Yeah. That's really, really good. I, my highest, highest recommendation, I'm going to actually get it um, and use it. So it says, uh, the Law of Attraction Planner, the 30-day... Journey creating you a dream life. Yeah. It looks like a bunch of woohoo stuff yeah. on the front too and everything, but inside it's actually, um, it's, it's really good. It's, it's set up easy to understand and it takes you through more in depth than any goal setting plan I've ever seen. So yeah, it's really good. Yeah. With daily activities oh, and such. Yeah. It's, it's good. That's good. So anyway, I wanted to get I wanted to get that out because that's yeah I had to eat a bunch of shit over that one and I deserved <laughs> I deserved it you know I'm I'm really bad about jumping to conclusions on stuff. Yeah, well, especially if it's something like that. Or... Yeah, I just have no patience for that kind of stuff. And... So I have uh, I don't really want to say like how I even know this person or not. Cause you know, if they happen to listen, they could, they would figure it out pretty easy, but, um, <laughs> they, you know, they talk about this, just a lot of different stuff with me, you know, but she is a type of person. You know, I already like, screwed up and said she, that's why that's fine. That half the people, they're all going to, uh, them. <laughs> but, and I mean, a lot of people are like this, and I could be like this with certain things, but anything that she reads, automatically, it is truth. Like, if it's a book. Ah, uh, well, yeah. Even though, you know, there's... Sure. There's plenty of books that are... There's fiction, you know? Right, yeah. Um, but it's like, sometimes... And everything that we talk about will be, like, health-related. And, you know, so for me, you know, this is my this is my world. Right. And it's not hers. Uh -huh. She just gets interested in it and likes to read. So it's like, sure. And I like to talk about some of the stuff, but sometimes it's like, she'll tell me something and I'll be like, Hmm, like, I don't know about that. Like you're being polite. But she, yeah. But she'll be like, like, look at me like, no, I read it. Like, yeah. Well, you don't know what you're talking about. I read it in this book. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and it's like, to her defense, you know, most everything we've learned, we've heard from somebody else, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. You always do hear from something else, but but she isn't even taking it with it. And there's no grain of salt or the fact that, you know, yeah, well, I have a master's degree in this field or yeah, I study so, this stuff. I've done studying. It's, it's what I do. I'm, yeah. Because recently it's been about the ketogenic diet. Which you know we've talked about, and I've oh, researched and into it. Everybody's jumping on that now. And she's found this older book that, like, you know, it someone that brought it up a long time ago. And a lot of the stuff, you know, it's like 
yeah, good. Like I, I agreed. Like, but then some of the things I'm like, I'm like, you know, it's hard to I have to just because of the who it is. I have to be careful about what I say or yeah, you know how I handle the situation. But it's like, yeah, you know, I was like, you know, like take some of it. Like some of it is true, some of it's not. Yeah, you know, if this is a 30 year old book. Even if they're claiming that there's some science backed up, some science gets proven wrong. Yeah. Or sure. There's other, or they, this person might be trying to sell something else along with the book, and that's usually the biggest one right there. Yeah. That's usually the first thing I look for. Okay. Yeah. Are too. they selling something? Yeah. They are. Nine times out of ten, it's bullshit. Or it's not. I don't know if I would say it's, yeah, I wouldn't say it's bullshit. It's just you got to be careful with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah look into it deeper than just that one person talking about it. Mm-hmm. Well, Cause, or they'll embellish, or they will oh, yeah, manipulate, yeah. manipulate information to, to toward their product or their way of thinking. You know? Definitely. It's, it's, but that, and that's, yeah, it's just marketing, too. Yeah. But that's... I. I mean, we're all—I'm sure—we're all guilty of that at sometimes, you know. I'm a freak, something and I'm a freaking skeptic all the way. That's—I've been taken yeah. too many times in my life, so now I'm a skeptic about everything. Probably to some people's opinion, I'm too much that, you know. And I probably am because right away I call bullshit on everything until you—I <laughs> I call yeah. bullshit on it until I know it's right, rather than okay, maybe it's right, and I'll look into it. I'd probably yeah, call but it. I think that's that's better than like just believing everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. I should have a more open mind, though. I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Or even, or it's. I mean, it is kind of about having you just don't be a dick about it. Probably is a better <laughs> thing to think of it. You know, and sometimes <laughs> I I am because I just get so frustrated with. I mean, think about it. Every single thing you see on television, every single ad, is a crock of shit. Everything. I'll turn TV on right now. I guarantee the very first commercial I see is bullshit. (laughs) It'll be some drug company selling something and showing some people happy, joyous. You know, hey, I have cancer, but I'm living my life great because I have uh, this whatever it is or something, you know. This pill, hey, it's great. And the side effects, oh, it may cause death, you know. Or McDonald's healthy meal or something, you know. Come on. Spare me. Some old dude, you should have this term life insurance because it's the greatest there ever is. (laughs) It's no wonder I call bullshit on everything because everything I see is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I sometimes I have, you know, I'll have like, you know, just one of those days where like a few clients in a row will tell me stuff that I'm just like, you know, it's just like some to me it blows my mind that some things that people believe or something, but I understand, you know, you know, some people just don't know. Right. Just, they're lost, but sometimes especially if it's client, like a client that I've had for a while and they'll start saying like, "No, no, no." <laughs> like just like wrong. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> they say that to you, or you say that to them. I say it to them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like stop. Nope. I yeah, heard it. First of all, 
Quit reading shit on Facebook and following all the new trends. No matter how many people share it, no, you know, no matter where it comes from, almost, almost every single one is full of shit. Even what used to be reliable news sources are now embellishing things so that they can get clicks and still stay in business because they're going down the tubes too. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous that you can't trust anything. Drives me crazy. <laughs> I'm going to title this episode, uh, <laughs> like, Kirk says the secret is the... Or something, something. Kirk says the what? I don't know, something yeah. like, uh, Kirk says all of his success is due to the secret. The law of attraction. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Listen that, now to find that's out why. It. There you go, because you're getting clicked. Yep, you get clicks, <laughs> exactly. Then you read it, actually, it's fine. Oh, it has nothing to do with that. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> oh, he actually doesn't like that book at all. Wow. <laughs> you should name it, you should name it Life Found on Mars, or... Yeah, the moon is going to crash into the Earth in 20, 20, uh, 2025. Proof given here, you know, just for the clicks. And there's nothing, you know, that's what they do. That's what these news things do. It's nothing like what it said. You'll read a, they put a headline, and it has nothing to do with what's in the body of the article. Did you listen to the most recent Joe Rogan? I think it's the most recent with Michael Shermer, the skeptic he, guy. I listened to, I lost... I listened to it on and off. I missed a bunch of it. Yeah, I did. Did you hear them talking? Apparently, there's a group of people that uh, that now yes. they don't believe in space. Yes, space isn't real. <laughs> the flat earthers kicked them out because they thought they were crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh so my god, that is so funny. I like as soon as they said, I was like, that can't be like they must just be joking, or the people that say they believe in that must be just joking about it i don't know how could you believe that there's no space you could see it like you just look up and I could, there's a sun and there's a moon <laughs> i could hear michael Shermer's eyes roll though as joe was trying to defend yeah. some of the kennedy bullet yeah. deal <laughs> it was funny yeah that guy's pretty funny and that what they he did say though and you know it's true um the conspiracy theories, the reason they do exist is because there are some real conspiracy theories. There are some real conspiracies oh, yeah. that have happened. So how do you discern what is real and what isn't? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. It makes me want to go live in a log thing. cabin in the middle of the woods somewhere. I don't have to listen to anybody just live yeah. off the land and forget all of the rest of it. How many times? Yeah, I just, you, just don't care about them. Okay, I gotta go on a conspiracies. I gotta go on a dad rant now. Oh yeah, I meant to tell you that you had a request to bring those back. The dad rant. All yeah. right, here's the goddamn dad rant for the day. People who see something posted on social media, they just see the headline, don't read it. And then quote some bullshit, start bitching and moaning about it and sharing it all over. This is bullshit. We need to stop this or we need to do this. Whether it's pro or for it or, or against it, they won't read the article. They just read the headline and then share the shit out of it. And then when you call their bullshit on it, they go, oh, I didn't read that. 
I just share it, posted yeah. it. You <laughs> motherfucker. I want to punch you right in the face. I can't listen yeah, to you. I, you my friend anymore. I want to be able to trust you. How many people do that? Oh, a lot of people. That's funny. Oh, my God. That just pisses me off so much. I want to strangle someone. That, <laughs> that's Because you, you want to be able to trust the people you know. And then somebody who knows does that bullshit. You. Uh. <laughs> it is always funny. No, I it's love reading, not. I love reading comments on stuff. I won't even. There will be like some stupid article or something or claim something stupid. I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. Like, I'm just going to. Like, in the comment section, I mean, I'm like, oh, this is going to be. <laughs> oh, funny now, if read. you're reading it for entertainment, okay, great. <laughs> but you'll get all these people. You'll be all these people who. Who read the headline that they posted and didn't read it too and go, oh yeah, and they're all long, they're getting all worked up and they're talking about it and oh yeah, we need to do something. That's bullshit. We shouldn't have this wrong. And then you go in there, you you stupid motherfuckers. None of you have read the damn article. It had nothing to do with it. It's the exact opposite of what that headline said. Why are you saying this? And people get all worked I, up and it yeah. gets passed around. They share it and somebody else shares it and then it goes viral and it's like, what was it? Oh my god, what was one of the big things? Like that, like that fucking Tide Pod eating thing. There was no yeah. people eating Tide Pods. Some jackass started that, and everyone just started sharing. No one actually read the statistics on it and seen anything. Oh my god, I can't believe all these idiots are eating Tide Pods. No one was fucking eating Tide Pods. No one's that stupid. <laughs> you know what really gets me? It's all the, it's all the older people. They go, oh, uh, these generations, these young generations, like, <laughs> you're the idiots that believe all this stuff. <laughs> oh. And you know what really gets me? If someone does it on purpose, and then they just sit back and laugh as it goes, you know. Oh, yeah. Now, I can Let's, appreciate I like, that. That I can appreciate. That's what I love when I see, like, like an Onion article pop up, you know, like the satire yeah. news thing. And, uh, you know, it'll say some headline and then, or even, and even the, the articles are hilarious, you know, they're yeah. obvious, like they're obvious sarcasm, but people, some people don't realize what the onion is. And I love going on the comments and seeing, there's always people that are just like, this is ridiculous. I can't believe <laughs> yeah. that. Like, yeah. And you there's know, so many people just like, just comment on it, like laughing at them. Like, you're so stupid. Like, <laughs> I love that. You it's know so who, funny. you know who, whenever I hear something like that. You know who I think of who would do that? Your Uncle Steve Arcaraji. That would be him all day long. He would do that on purpose constantly. Like write the article? Oh, yeah, just or, yeah, make yeah. up some bullshit just to get people worked up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> now, see, I can appreciate that humor. But it's oh, the yeah, people who that. do That's it funny. In, you know, that, without it's looking. It's the people that actually get mad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, it makes me want to be a troll just to get people worked up. I could enjoy that part of it at least. Oh, that's what a lot of people do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, there's this one guy I follow. You know, he's like a exercise person. I've followed him for a long time. He wrote a good stuff, and he's very like he's also very like philosophical, like into all that stuff too. And uh, he posted something about Donald Trump and like how he was in support of building a wall. And it was really like I saw it and I was like, oh wow! I was really surprised like that he would post about it and that that was even his stance but i i was like oh i can't wait to read the comments on this because oh yeah you know it's people going are crazy. gonna be uh-huh and people are just like wow i can't believe you support donald trump like unfollow i love when people say that like 
I'm unfollowing you yeah. as if he cares. Yeah. He's already yeah. has his million dollars. He's like, okay, <laughs> like that's gonna <laughs> hurt their feelings or something. So did he did he post it just to get a reaction from people or what? I don't think so. I mean, it probably was part of it was a reaction. I think that's really what he believed. I think oh, okay. he was like being honest. Okay, but it is that's part of his thing too. Is like part of being a social media star, YouTube star, is having you know controversy. Oh, so. yeah. But I think he does believe in it still. Mm. Yeah, I can't believe how worked up people get over some of this stuff, this political stuff. My God. Oh, it's funny. <sighs> it it is funny. Some of it is funny, but when you see it, it really causes. I mean, people take it so seriously, you know. Oh yeah. They will, they will hate someone for what they post about it. I mean, really hate them and lose sleep and and get all worked up over it. It's like, ooh, wow! Turn off the news, person. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I I will I like watching Sunday mornings. I get up and uh, on CBS there's that Sunday morning show. I don't know if you remember, see, you probably don't get up that early. Uh, but it's a Sunday morning show. It has just a lot of interesting stuff. It's it's never, like, hard news or anything. It's just, like, feel-good stories and and different information about things, you know, maybe about a city or, or a person who's done something. And it, it's, it's nice Sunday morning with your coffee, just watching it. But then right after that, comes the hard political news shows, man. I mean, yeah. and it's just like, oh, I want to have a nervous breakdown after having this nice, calm show with my coffee, and then, rah, 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 Trump does this, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> holy crap, man. All the hate and spewing, like, damn, I got to turn that shit off right now, because I can feel my levels getting hot. I'm, my stress levels are going up. My blood pressure's rising. Like, oh, my God, I got to turn that off right now. Yeah, that stuff's always funny. That's crazy. In my I, early, lo- I think it's... In my early I, 30s, I was hooked on that shit for about yeah. three years. Oh, and it was bad. It would get I remember me you used to be more into this oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I realized they're all full of shit. They're all corrupt liars. They all could care less, and I don't want to watch any of it. Yeah. So... I was funny... Uh... There was uh, something, you know, because all this talk about the Trump building a wall has been going on, and and there was someone made it. I don't remember. I don't. I think it was maybe it was a comment on an article or something, or and it was funny because someone just said, uh, someone said something like, "Oh, the the money that Mexico is saving on not building the wall, they're going to build a staircase on the other side or something like that." <laughs> and I was cracking up from that. <laughs> Great, yeah. Those staircases all going up. Oh my god, that's hilarious. That is good. That cracked me up when I saw that. <laughs> god, yeah. Why don't we invest our time? You know, I understand there's an immigration problem. We have immigration laws for a reason. I understand all of that. But why don't we just use our resources to make the immigration process easier and not so. Uh, so difficult, time-consuming, and costly. You know, that—that's. I think that's my solution to it. Because I understand yeah. both sides. I understand both sides. I do. But 
you know, I don't think a wall is the solution. Like you said, they're just gonna find another way, build a staircase. Yeah, they're gonna whatever. That's my. I, there's always gonna be another way. Yeah, it's not like that's not the solution. And it's not like all immigrants are from Mexico, anyways. Oh right, a lot of them South South it's America like, coming all the way through Mexico. Or people, oh and well, people even come like you know people fly in like legally to the oh, United yeah. States, and just stay, and then they overstay their visas. Yeah, yep, sure. That happens all the time too. So it's like, eh, I don't know. Sure, come through Canada. Yeah, a lot of them. Or just yeah, or like I said, just fly in normal. Yeah, well, they have. If, well, it's legal. If we just made it easier. That's all. Make it easier. It's simple. We don't want to bring in hardened criminals. And uh, basically, that's it. You know? Well, that's what you want, yeah. That's not what a lot of people want. I think. Well, a lot of people yeah. want... Just that's, not their, that's not their only criteria, just not being a criminal, I mean. No, but I'm saying that's what we need. That's what, I, in my opinion, that's what it should be. Yeah, Just yeah. make sure but, it's not hard yeah. criminals. Other than that, come on in. Oh, yeah, but that's not what a lot of people think. That's just what I'm saying. I don't know, because they're... I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. Well, some of them are just, yeah. Very, I think a lot of Racist it's... Based, right, but a lot of it's based yeah. in racism, sure, I think. But anyway, that's my opinion on it. I don't care. You know, I don't think the walls. I can understand why people want something done, but I don't think the wall is the solution. They're just making the stand with the wall because that's their thing. Now they can't back down off it. They want something. They want some action done, you know, and some action is going to be better than nothing. But I don't think it will be. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you're in California. You hear, you probably got the worst of it, I think, right there. That's uh, I think there's probably as much immigration into California as anywhere else. Yeah, it doesn't bother a lot, me. A lot of the southern states. No, I. I mean, I I understand it from an economical standpoint for the nation, economics and safety. You have to have some limits. You know, I get yeah, it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Regulations. Yeah, some. Because you could throw everything, everything could just go down the shitter really quick if you had a giant influx. You know, if all, suddenly all of Mexico decided to come to the United States, it would crush our economy. Yeah. You know, we can't have... I mean, it just wouldn't happen. Yeah. No, but, you know, that's the extreme case. I'm just saying. There has to be some sort of checks and balances, but we make it way too difficult and way too expensive and way too long of a time period for it to happen. But that's because it's run by a government agency. Jesus, you wouldn't believe I got late. Uh, we had a layoff at work, a three-week layoff just over the holidays, basically because the boss didn't want to work for three weeks. <laughs> he wanted yeah. some time off. That's honest to God. So we got a three-week layoff. So we got to go through the unemployment process here. File for unemployment. You know, my boss pays unemployment insurance on all of us so that if we get employed, we get to collect that insurance. It's it's insurance. It's not a government handout. Unemployment is insurance run through the government. But the fact that it's run through the government makes it impossible. So I had a problem with mine. Um, My... 
and it was my fault. I made a mistake when I signed up. It went to the wrong bank account. I had closed the bank account um, just recently and forgot about it. Okay? The only thing I need to do is contact unemployment and get that changed to the correct bank account. So here's the process. I call. No problem. I have to listen to about a five-minute talk about what else is going on with unemployment and where you can go and call. Then they finally get, if you need this, press this number. If you need this, press this number. Okay. Finally gets to mine, I press the six like I'm supposed to. I press the six, and as soon as I press it, a woman's voice comes on. Thank you for calling the unemployment. Currently, our lines are too busy, and we cannot answer your call. Please try again later, or for faster service, go to the website, michigan.gov slash UIA. Thank you. Okay. All right. I try again a couple more times. I try maybe like five times that day. I get the same exact call. They're so busy, I can't even get put on hold. They're so busy, they can't even take my call. Mm -hmm. So finally, I get back. So I get online. I get online. This is turning into the second dad rant, by the way. (laughs) So I get online. And I go to the website. No problem. I get on the website. But then all of a sudden, wait a minute. There's two parts of the website. One is a job. One is the unemployment part. And there's no real clear button to press to get to where you want to be. <laughs> I'm like, well, wh- what? Sign up. There's a big button for sign up. Sign up for unemployment. Well, no, I've already done that. File a claim. No, I've already done that. Uh, I'm looking around, and I'm pressing buttons. I'm back and forth. 20 minutes goes by me just trying to figure this out. Finally, I see a little tiny font. Font's probably like eight-point font on the website. And says something about uh, continue to YMAP uh, something or YWAM or some shit. I'm like, well, let's try clicking that. It highlighted. And then that took me where I needed to go. It was not spelled out clearly at all. I mean, maybe if I had been collecting unemployment for two years, I could easily understand that's what I got to do. But for a first time in I don't know how many years I've had to collect unemployment, it was very very difficult. So then I get on there, and then I gotta try to find out how to contact somebody. And again, nothing is spelled out clear. I'm clicking shit. I'm going to different pages back and forth. No, this isn't what I need. And then it kicks me off. And I gotta go through it all again. I gotta go back out, find it, get in through here, make sure I got the right and. Not only that, you have to have a a password, a, a logon, and a password, right? Like any other website. So, of course, because you got to have special logins and special passwords, I've got to have. Thank God, I saved it to my Google Drive, so I got to go back to my Google Drive. I got to go look that up. I get that all put in, and you get through that, and then not only, oh wait a minute, we don't know who the fuck you are. So we're going to send you a text message. Push in your, your phone number 
and then we'll send you a text message if it matches up. To have another password put in. And every time I go to a page and it didn't work and I come back, I got to do the same damn thing over and over again. So 45 minutes later, I finally get to the point where send, it says, all it says is send unemployment a message. I'm like, oh, finally, this is what I got to do. This is going to be, they said, for faster service, go here. So this has got to be it. So I go there and type in my message, send. I'm thinking I'm going to like get a pop-up or something where we have a little chat box or something going on. Oh, no. Nope. Not a goddamn thing. I don't get a text message. I don't get an email. I don't get a message back on the website. This has been days have gone by. I go on again. I leave another message. Finally, I'm doing more surfing. I probably got two and a half hours of surfing on this website when I finally find the place where I can go and actually change my bank routing information. So I do that. But I still, in the meantime, I have found out that they did actually send my payment to the closed account. And it was returned. I didn't get any information. There's no emails telling me this. There's no text messages. There's no messages on the unemployment website itself that gives me the information. So I'm, again, sending my fourth message through this thing, but you, you still can't get through on the phone. Every single time you call, you can't even get placed on hold. It's so busy. I send that message through. Still nothing. It's been days. So their faster service is relative, for sure. So now I'm three weeks without any money, any income coming in. I'm going to receive a check from my job from coming back to work before I'm going to get my unemployment check from three weeks ago. <laughs> and I still don't know if I'm ever going to get that. I may have to go to an unemployment office, which there are only five in the entire state of Michigan. And I talked to one of the guys at work, and he said, yeah, he had a problem a couple years ago. And he went there, and he waited all day and still didn't get to see anybody. He had to come back the next day. Wow. So I will have to – if it gets to that, I will have to miss a day's pay of work in order to go get my unemployment check straightened out so that's dad rant number two government operated things are shit <laughs> we'll never know if that's a uh, user error or well <laughs> the user error was me when i first signed up and put in the wrong bank yeah. information it's it they had it on file already so i just clicked okay let's just use that again well then i Realized, no, that account had been closed. Oops, my bad. But there was nothing on that website that was user-friendly at all. And I've built websites. I know how to do it. I know what things can be put in there. <laughs> and I'm looking at this going, this is, this is, this website was probably built by a 60-year-old who has 
you know, um, what is it? You get seniority. So they get the easy website job, you know, and they approve it through other people who have no clue and no experience browsing through a website. Oh, yeah, it looks great. Okay, good. Ah. And why, why, if you have, if you can't even accept the calls to put people on hold, why don't you hire more people to answer phones and get on there and help? <laughs> and I'm being calm right now. I'm being real calm about this because I was getting so pissed off beyond it's just a total time, it's like a time <laughs> suck. It's a total time suck that has we don't need. There's no need for it. If this was a business operated in the private sector, I would have made the first call. I would have been directed to what would go on, even if it was somebody overseas, that it would have been taken care of probably right then and there. If at worst case, I would have had to make another contact to get everything straightened out and it would be done. But because it's a government agency, son of a bitch, I don't want to say anything bad and generalize, but I'm going to anyway. <laughs> it seems to me that people who have these jobs with the government are not hired on their qualifications, but are hired on who they know. It seems like somebody's brother's nephew's cousin always gets a job over someone who's qualified. And that's why these um, departments suck ass. Because it's not the best people <laughs> in these positions. Because somebody's up there going, you know, you know there's somebody going there. Eh, I don't give a fuck. It, it, it's good enough. <laughs> I, I worked too hard today. <laughs> it'll, it'll pay me enough to make that work right. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's the dad rant, and I hope to God this is cleared up for the next podcast because then I will have a bad spell. We may have a whole, we may have forty five minutes of me ranting on the unemployment office, because man, you can't even get a name from somebody to bitch out somebody's name, and maybe that's what they do. And this purpose. is why we need a wall. <laughs> Some bitch. <laughs> uh, all right, we wrap it up. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> got me all worked up now. I got to calm down. <laughs> have to do some, do some yoga so you can. Uh, yeah, some meditation. I need the sensory deprivation tank to bring it all back in. Oh, well, you have to do your rolling and stuff anyway. So yeah, I'm gonna do that. It's nine o'clock here. Cause I gotta get up early. Get up early tomorrow, hit the gym. All right. That's it. All right, Podcast 11. Hopefully it recorded and came out clear. Yep, Podcast 11, Law of Attraction. What would you say? <laughs> I said Podcast 11, Law of Attraction. Law of Attraction, yeah. Close. Hey, there you go. You See, that was your, label it that. your rant. You're, you're attracting the wrong energy you know that you're definitely not going to hear about it <laughs> if you would have been like they do such a good job and tomorrow i'm going to hear from them maybe to you would have 
too late now, though. If that were true, then why is it the, the saying about the squeaky wheel gets the grease, you know? <sighs> well. <laughs> uh, to put it up as law of attraction or dad rant craziness or something, I don't know. Get something. Put it, <laughs> label it that. One of those two. Uh, yeah. All right. Too much fun. All right. Thanks. Hey, did you call Avea? Wish her a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Avea. All right. There you go. <laughs> All right. All right. Have a good Love one. You. Tell everybody I said hi. Give them hugs for me. I will. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye.